Hey everyone, it's me again, once more, here to read off some wonderful people who decide to give us their wonderful money so that they can fund this wonderful show. Um, <laughs> not much to go over uh, other than, you know, uh, hope y'all had a good Thanksgiving and all that jazz. Um, but anywho, um, yeah, there's not really much to go over here. Uh, other than, uh, you know, this, this episode's patrons. So we're going to jump right into it. So big shout out and thank you to Julata Pang, the Pancake Renegade, Murray, Rosemary's Baby, Reese, your mom, Stuart Mumford, Hi Tchaikovsky, Sarah Royer, Zach724, Kenneth Shaughnessy, The Sosuke, Stephen Jennings, SCP Archives, Robo Ghost World, Miss Chaotic Evil, Morgan Coburn, Tommy Fitzpatrick, The Bat Sammy, Cinder Soul, Hashtag Team Slurpee, Dwayne McGessey, Hope Von Gunton, Nick, S. Lee, Demon Cat Talia, Christopher Walker, Gideon Ebeling, sorry, <laughs> and Kyle Quinby. Thank you all so much for your support. We really appreciate it. Y'all are really helping us out here, and we cannot thank you enough. But anywho, enough about me being grateful. Let's hop in right into this episode. I think y'all will really like it. Enjoy. Previously on Meddling with Monsters... I already really don't like you. Ah, uh, don't worry. I'm really charming. I'm sure I'll change that opinion soon enough. Because as I said, we have, we have never met. And, you know, we're strangers. And we can totally be friends. He just kind of squints like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Bill, why did you kill a mermaid? Well, I had to. That's the law in Atlantis. Ashton, who is someone with a little bit of power in you know the the underworld so to speak that you have pissed off that you would love to not ever have to interact with again victor carlino he is um people who traffic uh magical items anomalies stuff like that and make profit off of it let's just say there was some complications with a few jobs that he was given in which certain things didn't end up where they were supposed to and ended up in Ashton's care. So y- your pal Jimmy unfortunately made some enemies of some mermen. Thankfully there was uh, an individual traveling around that planted in his head the idea that it was the quote-unquote law in Atlantis that you had to kill mermen. Very solid solution to the problem. The problem has re-manifested in a new form which is now, you know, that the mermen are after me. There's a an explosion of smoke from behind, like Tempest, you hear it. And then uh, the other thing that you hear is, is a panicked bang as the officer's gun goes off. Tempest, you get oh, shit. shot. It glances your stomach area. Dane will go over to Tempest, look at the, wherever the wound is and everything. Dane, what are you going to do to me? Dane is going to open up the mouth on his hand and place it on the, the bullet wound. Yeah, and so Dane is going to try and heal Tempest. I'm going to tell you something, and I need you to not tell any of the others. I am doing all of this because I 
am getting somebody something, someone that they want. Oh. Somebody wanted all of you to get together, find this map, and follow it, and they paid me to make sure that it happened. Trust is such a precious thing. Difficult to earn and easily lost, easily broken. We want to trust and to be trusted, but both require us to be vulnerable, to allow others to look into us, to see the parts of ourselves that we normally keep hidden. Dane, you have had an interesting relationship with trust of late. Despite only knowing them a few weeks, you have had to show a disproportionate amount of trust in your new friends in order to survive the ordeals you have all been put through. They have mostly lived up to this trust, but this tenuous arrangement has been threatened by M's revelation that your team is a manufactured one. It was not an organic bond that brought you all together, but the desires of an unknown third party, using M as their go-between. The air is heavy between you as she sits there, scanning your face to determine your response. What do you do? Dane will sit there and uh, at the idea that the party is brought together because whoever Emma's working for brought them all together. (sighs) Dane doesn't honestly care that much. (laughs) That tracks a little bit. I mean, he doesn't even care that he like, you know, about any of the lies or anything. It's not, it hasn't posed any threat to him yet. I mean, it gives him kind of a target in case anybody tries to stuff. Then he can have somebody to pin it on if it all goes south. But uh, he just looks at her and nods. And You're not like, a, I was, I don't know, I guess I was expecting a slightly more pronounced response than that. What do you expect from me? I don't know. She just kind of puts her head in her hands. She just looks very tired. I don't know anymore, dude. All you have done has brought us together. You have not taken a knife and wrenched it into my back. No, no, I haven't. That's oddly specific. Um, Unless you have done the same to the others. No, but stab them in the back. I, I don't know. I it, ugh, it, I think Tempest will be okay. I don't know. Oh God. You. F- I should. It feels. It seems to me that you seem some guilty over something more than bringing us together. Is there? I mean, more that you have done. 
Uh, not really, but like, well, I mean, where do you want to start the list, dude? I'm a professional thief. Like, yeah. I, I am a some monster. Shit. And I have killed many lifetimes and generations of people. Okay. Um. You say this as if neither of us has done any wrong. Or that yeah. we've only done wrong. Yeah. I just don't. I'm just so tired, dude. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of the only... I'm just tired of doing this shit. I'm tired of only ever lying to people and pretending to be something that I'm not because that's the way that I make a living. I don't... I'm just tired. I don't remember... I don't remember the last time I actually slept like... Yeah, it's it's a lot and it's complicated and I don't even know how much I should afford to tell you, but, and I don't even know, like I, I could say nothing to the others. I could tell them, but that might just put them more at risk. I don't know. I don't even know how my client or boss or whatever is going to react to me telling you much less everybody else. But if I don't tell everybody else and then they find out later, that's going to make things worse. So I don't fucking know what to do. My question to you then is, to which does it benefit you more in this moment? Would it be better for you to save your own hide to keep your mouth shut at our expense? Are you prepared to live with that guilt? Knowing that you are abiding by a promise to someone else. When you say that last part, the whole bit about abiding by a promise to someone else, that actually seems to get to him. Um, and they, it's, it's like they, it's like they've been caught up in uh you know, thinking about this whole moral quandary and what you said has kind of shaken them, made them realize something. And they, they nod. They're like, yeah, I, I, I can't risk this job, dude. I, I need, it's not, I'm not doing, I'm not doing this because I need, the money or whatever it's honestly this is a lot more involved than I typically want to get on any job that I do and it's <laughs> I have somebody that I care about and they are sick and the person who's employing me is making sure that they don't die from it that's like I said I but Apparently, I can't keep person I care about alive without putting, she gestures to the Winnebago, other people at risk of getting shot. So that's that's just kind of how my whole deal is. And it's great. It's great. I love it. It's fantastic. Dan shrugs. 
then you keep your person alive. And I will keep mine. And gestures to the Winnebago. I will do what I can to keep them safe. Because I'm tired of letting people get hurt by me and because of me. She nods when you say that. To make things interesting, I think around that time, that's when Jimmy and Cassandra and Ashton, I assume Ashton is driving? Yep. It was his car in the first place. He's not going to yeah. let anyone else drive it. That's that's what I figured. So they pull up um, kind of right as you and him kind of reach that point in the conversation. Yeah. So uh, Jimmy's still kind of out of it a little bit somewhere in the back because he did get thoroughly squished. <laughs> uh, I'm doing that as a favor to y'all because that would mean the entire session is just Jimmy talking if he was awake. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I know you would love that. Um, that part will come eventually. Oh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. When do we get the full um, Jimmy only episode? Me and Celeste were talking about that today. No. It'll, it'll be a Patreon exclusive, so you don't have to listen to it, Chris. Dude, oh, it might be it might I be a nice in intermission episode, you know? Like a like a little episode between All right, stuff. Welcome to the Jimmy Gabonzo hour, starring me, Jimmy, and no one else, because no one is as cool as Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, I, I could imagine Kasak Jimmy, I'm right here. It's just him breaking the fourth wall like and rating the show. <laughs> oh, that would be... Jimmy definitely has that energy. Anyways, um, Ashton and Cassandra, you two show up. I think through the headlights, you can see Dane and M, like, in their car. Um, so you know that that's where they are. I'm, I'm definitely mostly curious. I'm curious about both of you, but I'm particularly curious about Cassandra because this is the first time you've seen Dane since he yeeted you yeah, um, off of a cliff. <laughs> Ashton will see that Cassandra visibly tenses up and looks terrified. You are. I guess he's. they're getting out of the car now. You are. Um, well, actually, real quick, are they getting out of the car? Is Cassandra going to stay in the, in the car? Or is this like happening while we're pulling up? It's like, well, well, if they're pulling up, Cassandra can see like this is happening while Cassandra's still like in the car. It's like in the seat. They're like tensing up and they they look terrified. Hey, what's, uh, you all right there? Um, <clears throat> I, so Dane threw me off a cliff. And oh, I was shit, died. really? Wow. And I really don't want to see him right now. Oh, man. Uh, uh Okay, um, you survived being thrown off a cliff? That's, that's impressive. I had some help. Well, like, from your powers? No, someone found me. Oh. Where are they now? Like, do they see you? Like... At that, like, Cassandra tenses up again... I I don't know. We encountered something in the woods, and he went off to see what it was. I didn't hear anything back from him, and I ran. I couldn't see. I didn't have my glasses. 
Listen, uh, Cassandra, it's been a hell of a night, so I'm going to level with you. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry that that's happened to you. Uh, I, I, you know, if you need time to think or just like want to like sit away from Dane, of course, like I fully understand. Just don't, uh, don't linger on it too much. I'm sure it wasn't of, uh, we're, I mean, I think we're pretty sure it wasn't Dane of his own actions, so that's still pretty, pretty fucked up. Um, and this Cassandra turns to Ashton, like, uh, narrows their eyes at him. He's being genuine. Like, you can see it in his face. No, like, no, he's just it, very it, tired. It's not even just that. It's just the, the very, the very words, um... I actually do want to add one thing just briefly because this is this is we've kind of done this a few times. I do think, you know, Ashton is genuine and mm. I agree with that. Mm. I think Cassandra, it's that thing you've experienced before of other characters at this point where you think that basically the way that it reads in your mind, um, not necessarily how Cassandra reads it, but how this external force that's kind of being trying to push their judgment makes you feel like the tone of it is dismissive of the fact that you just got yeeted off of a cliff and he's telling you to get over it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I was going to say that wasn't, the, that wouldn't even be like an external <laughs> that's force. Great. That's, that's also just how Cassandra is. It just makes it worse now. Then I would say that that force inside you is amplifying. It's latching onto oh, that geez. and trying to narrow you down that way of thinking. I try and just don't linger on the fact that your best friend tried to kill you. And then, well, you know, among the other things that happened today. Sorry. <laughs> and right. and um, um, with that, like Cassandra doesn't even let Ashton finish. They're they're heading out of the car. Oh. <laughs> Poor Ashton. He's Poor trying Ashton. hard now he's for once. He's trying, and I acknowledge he's trying. But Cassandra's an asshole too. <laughs> On that car ride upset. back from um, from uh, the spot where uh, they summoned Ash, or not Ash, where they summoned Cassandra <laughs> back into our plane of reality, or not our plane of reality, from Atlantis, I think he had like a moment where he was like, that like me yelling was kind of uncalled for. And he's like, it's been a long night. I should shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> oh no. He's trying. It, it's been. Ashton is trying so hard, but he's so bad with people that everyone just gets angry at him anyway. He didn't. Even, I didn't even get to round around. I didn't get to get around to another thing that I was going to have him say. But let's just move on, honestly, because he'll yeah. be, probably be able to ask it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it make it, it. I'm sure that there would have been a more productive conversation there, but I don't think Cassandra's in a mood to have it. This is the problem. All of y'all are like in need of help, and you're just being more and more dicks to each other, slowly but surely. No, I'll <clears> ask <throat> for help if I wake up. Oh well, you're not in trouble just yet, as we've talked about. So don't oh, worry. I think I'm in trouble. 
it's okay. I know him. You know this? Yeah. So at this point, I, I think stupid shit. You know, I think some of this conversation maybe happens a little bit as y'all are kind of pulling up, but I think most of it happens as y'all are sitting there. And I, I think Dane and M, you know, this that conversation probably takes a minute or two, but. M's not going to move, Dane. Are you going to make the first move? Or are you kind of thinking at this point, like, would you get out before Cassandra gets out of the car, I guess is my question. No. Okay. Do you get out when Cassandra does get out of the car? No. Cassandra, where are you headed? Cassandra is headed toward the Winnebago. Okay. If they look, if they look in the car, all they see is just... Uh, yeah, depression. Uh, <laughs> Dane just looks so sad right now. <laughs> yeah, I do think um, Am kind of shoots like a an emotionally complex but maybe somewhat sympathetic look to you, Dane, before hopping out of the car. Hey, 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 dude, where'd you? Where the fuck did you go? <laughs> you want the short answer or the long answer? <laughs> well, I want to sleep is what I fucking want to do, but whatever. You're back. Fine. Um, I think they're okay. I, they got shot, so that's great. They what? Yeah. No, they, they got... They, you, when you did your whole disappearing act, the cop freaked out and shot him in the stomach. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I was pretty annoyed with them too, but I, I, they were kind of out. They were pretty solidly out of it. I patched them up as best I could. Um, now Tempest, at this point, mm-hmm. we talked about this a little bit with you. <laughs> um, now, because because the the bigger things not happened yet, right? That we've discussed. No, not but, yet. Um, is I will let you have Tempest be awake. Like, remember what we talked about in this? Do I need to yeah, remind you? I think so. I think that would be fun. Okay, so, I mean, does Tempest just come out of the Winnebago? Um, I don't think that they're quite steady enough on their feet yet to properly walk because they are very likely dizzy. Yes. So, but you do hear, like, a thump as they try and lose their footing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> I just got fucking shot! Leave me alone! <laughs> Suck it up. That's what you hear from inside the thing. You're just like, I'm just fucking shot. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, no, Ashton did not say that. Uh, I think M probably hearing that is going to like be like, oh, fuck, and try to run inside. Are you going to follow Cassandra? Yeah. Okay. Dane will quietly get um, out of the car at this moment. Yeah. Ashton, what are you doing at this moment? Just so I can kind of set the stage of where everyone He's is. He's sitting there at the driver's seat and like the car is still running. So like the like lights are still on and like the radio and all that. So it's like, it's like backlights on. Yeah. But uh, it's like pretty dark in the car. And like, he like turns back to look over his shoulder at Jimmy sitting in like in the back seat. And he thinks about what would, what? He's snoring. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> He, he, he's sitting there and he's like, if I, if I bring you in, then that might make him uncomfortable and everyone else. I don't think I'm specifically wanted. 
So I think we're just going to chill here for a little bit. Uh, I'm going to put on some tunes. Now, just... I just wanted to actually ask that. Is that is that dropping of the accent intentional? There? That's dropping of the accent is intentional. Okay. I, I figured it was. I just wanted to. And check. he's going to uh, like ruffle around in uh, his um, glove box across the way, and he's going to pull out like a CD, and it's not like marked or anything. It's just like purple ish, and he's going to put it in, and he's going to like sit there, and then, like uh, some like lo-fi music will come on, and it'll just be like. <laughs> Him just sitting there and he's gonna like pull up his phone and just start scrolling for a bit. Just like I do picture this being the like lo fi beach you can study to, except it's just Ashton there and Jimmy's passed out in the background. Yes. Lo-fi beats you can study to, except um, not right away, but probably after Ashton has settled a little bit, he's go- Dan's going to walk up to the window and like look inside at Ashton, and then he'll like knock at the window. He'll roll it down, like he can hear the music playing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. What, what's up? Is there room for another? <laughs> yeah, hop in the. <laughs> He'll look like at Dane for a second, just like and then look back at like the dashboard and he'll be like Yeah, get in the fucking passenger seat. <laughs> Dane will meekly walk over to the other side because he's like, Oh, I gotta sit in this small car. Um and he goes nah. It goes to the front passenger seat and sits down, listens to the music. Just right. for the sake of the visual, your car's a convertible, right? Ashton, is it the is top up or down? Uh, currently, it's up. Okay. Dane oh kind God. of like keeping his hair down and head kind of tucked. Do you want me to put the uh, top up? Mm-hmm. I think it is for the thing. best that we keep out of sight. Yeah, I feel like a big guy. I heard, uh, I heard about what happened. Yes. That's, um, I'm, I can't imagine any of that being intentional. Uh, just know, uh, you know, you don't have to talk about it right now, but, uh, whenever you want to, um, feel free. Dane, Dane gives Ashton this look and was like, just, huh. You know, like, wasn't quite expecting that, but <clears throat> Dane will clear his throat. And I would like to say it was unintentional, but there is, it is more complex than that. It was intentional in the way that there were other things I needed to do and I chose poorly. You think? You think yeah. that was the bad call, dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh Yeah, I uh I understand. Yeah. It's been uh 
been a long few days. I agree. Everyone's worn out. And to be honest, so am I. I, uh, I'm just tired, really. And, uh, seems like the longer we keep at this, seems that, uh, more displeased everyone gets and you know I'm aware that I have a uh, certain uh, charm about me that um you know puts some people off and you know that's fine and all but uh I don't know I'm just feeling too tired to keep it up it's like a it's like a tough guy act, you know? Like, I just... I don't know what I'm expecting by keeping it up. To be honest, I'm just more tired than ever. And honestly, I don't know if I really like myself right now. Dane smiles to himself. I understand the feeling. Do you think we do it because we don't want anyone else to get close to us? Maybe. Been hurt before. Letting people try to get close. I just don't want it to happen again. I don't know if that's me being scared or... Just... Rational thought. Who knows? Maybe it's pride speaking here, but what's one more or a few? Maybe, maybe the hurt is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see, uh. We'll see about that. And then he'll reach for the volume and turn up the music a little bit more and then lean back and like kind of just like close his eyes for a bit. Dane will lean forward on the dash, arms folded, and then he'll like rest his head, rest his chin on his uh, wrists. Okay. Um Oh, that's a good spot to pause that, right? That was a fucking moment. <laughs> I don't have to get tissues just it. in case. I love how Jane was like, do you think we're emotionally broken people? Maybe. Are we the baddies? <laughs> are we the baddies? Yeah. Am I the villain? I don't think I'm the I villain. The villain. Are we the bad I'm guys? I'm the protagonist. Here? I can't be a bad person. Yeah, right? um, yeah. Okay, so cutting, this is kind of all happening as you guys would probably see some commotion going on in the Winnebago. I guess I'll say this, Tempest, um, you would probably see Em and Cassandra coming into the room looking concerned. Uh, I'll give you this and let you decide how you want to act on it. You do feel dizzy. You don't feel, you've probably lost some blood, so there's some of that going on. But one thing we've talked about with Dane's life drain is that Dane feels like he's had a little nap after it. So you don't necessarily feel sleepy. If anything, you feel more awake than when you passed out. The main thing that you feel is hungry. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh no. Oh no. Especially for like carbs, you know, like sweets and whatnot. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say like carbs, sweets, human flesh. Yeah. No, that's later, not yet. Like... That's later. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that comes later. Yeah, you, you come in on Tempest, like, they sort of half fell out of their bunk, but they caught themselves, so they're just looking out of it. They look like they don't know exactly what's going on or where they are. Dude, just just sit down. I'll try to get out of bed. And it's like Wait, trying I, to get you, like, repositioned. I don't... I, I, I'm okay. I, ju- I just got dizzy for a second. I, where, where are we back? Just sit down. Okay, I'm sitting down, and they do. Did something happen? Why am I here? Are you, you all right? I, 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 I think I'm okay. It, God, I remember it hurting, but I'm all right. Cassandra, Cassandra looks to him and it's like, what? Like, they they shouldn't, like, not not directly saying it, but like, you know, they, sh- they shouldn't be this fine after. You, you look confused, which M, M yeah. returns to the look of confusion, too, of like, um, okay, so, so just, just sit down. Uh, not really an easy way. You, you got... You got shot? Oh. Oh, yeah. that, oh God. Uh, it's yeah, it's fuzzy, yeah, the, but I do remember a lot of pain. So that yeah. that would be it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um I'm you, assuming you you witched me or something? Nope. Uh just patched chat. Huh? I'll be honest, I kind of expected you that there's like a 50-50 chance I figured you might be dead. That was a little pessimistic. Sorry. Well, I'm not dead. I'm glad no. about not being dead. I think yeah. they will like check like their shirt, see if there's any any visible wound. Okay. This is the intriguing thing you see and M actually like uh I think I, I <sighs> I don't know that M would have. I'm trying to think if M would have kept. Yeah, they might. I guess they moved the shirt out of the way and then like just left it down there, maybe as padding. You notice, and actually M looks uh, confused too. And Cassandra, you know, there is a a spot on Tempest's stomach uh, where a kind of a a bandage is there. But Tempest, you don't feel any pain. And would you try to look under the bandage to see it? You also don't see anyone near as much blood as you might Tempest expect. Tempest is lightheaded enough to make even stupider decisions, and they never knew it was good for him. I think they would tentatively, like, try and peel the edge up. Yes. M starts to go like, well, no, 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 no. And then upon seeing you peel it back, there's not really a super visible wound. What there is is a small spot around kind of where the this bullet wound would have been and coming out of it in almost like a a spiral extension pattern it's very small it's barely like quarter size maybe a couple quarter sized at this point but it's it almost seems like a small tattoo or something it's hard to tell do they recognize anything about it 
Are they familiar with um, it? I, th- I say roll investigate a mystery for this because among other things, you're in a very they lightheaded state. up, yeah. Okay. So. Where is my, yeah, I got plus two. Let's roll. Mm, that is a nine. All right, you get to ask me one question from that list. <gasps> How's what happened here? <laughs> okay, as in... Why don't you have a huge gaping wound in your stomach? Yeah, why don't I have a huge gaping wound in my stomach? Okay. Um, well, I think the patterns, they're so fine and small at this point, it's kind of hard for you to get a good sense of them. They do look vaguely magical. And so I, I you don't really see, again, they're kind of small, but you presume that something magical has kept you alive here. The other thing I will say that you do remember going in and out, you vaguely remember the feeling of one of Dane's tongues like going into the wound. Um, And so you, you think that there's something magical going on and that somehow Dane has contributed to it. That's about what you know at this point. I think they look for a second, take a few seconds, pause, and go, did Dane do something? I remember, well, I remember him doing something that really fucking hurt, like worse than the first part. Can Um, I don't, I was busy driving. I don't know, you can go talk to him. I think he's having sad boy times or something. Is he, he, he's here? Are we, they look at Cassandra. Are, are we cool with that? Cassandra is silent. They look nervous because, well, they've seen Ashton's reaction. They're not sure about the others. They saw M speaking with Dane or at least M with Dane. Um, I... I don't know. Look, I... You're an adult, you can make your own choices, but if someone fucking hurt you, I'm not really cool with them living out of my Winnebago. At least not until we figure out what the hell's going on. I... haven't spoken to him yet. I don't know what would happen if I do. Well, then he stays out for a while until we work out what's what what the plan is, I, I guess. He's a grown up, he'll be fine. <clears throat> Alright. He can he and Ashton uh, M like peeks out the window. Looks like he and Ashton are having a Little, little pay party. Good. That's gonna be the most. That's not directed at Ashton. That's Dane. Uh, it's gonna Although be the also, sneak peek think, image. Yeah, I do think that probably Tempest has some residual annoyance at Ashton for the whole Greenleaf thing, even even as reasonable as Ashton's actions yeah. are, as we've declared. They're not angry at Ashton over it, 
But if Ashton and Dane are having sad boy hours, they're not going to be like, Ashton, you're allowed to come inside. You can hang out there if you want to. Ashton you're is allowed adult, to come inside. He's in a, if he it's wants his to. house. No, no, I'm not referring to Winnebago. Oh, Winnebago. Yeah, I'm not keeping you out of your own <laughs> fucking house. Are you kidding me? No. Better not. Oh, my God. Okay, so I, it seems like something... Tempest, you're probably going to hang out in here. M, M is going to sleep in Cass, kind of as she always does. But I guess, Cassandra, are you going to talk to Dane before the night's over? And if not, what are you going to do? Hmm. Well, what Cassandra is going to do first is that they are going to take their bag and head over to the bathroom and get out of those dirty clothes. <laughs> okay. Tempest, are you going to be doing anything? Uh, Tempest is going to go find something to eat. Where do you go to find that? In the fridge, probably? Yeah. Okay, I, I what is what do you find in the fridge? It can be anything. It doesn't have to be something we've oh, previously God. declared. They, they definitely have like yogurts and granola, that kind of shit. They're that bitch, right? Stuff yeah. that Dane wouldn't eat. Yeah. They do have to polish off like three of them. <laughs> yeah, no, even more than that, you still don't feel totally <clears throat> done. Mm-hmm. Like you still feel hungry. It's still yeah. kind of there. They, um, I think they might go digging for the cookies from earlier. Okay, okay. I, I think uh, that's great. Um, just assume for the moment that your hunger is, is almost bottomless. Um, like, you you know, you feel a little better for sure, but you're still like, you're still like, I could eat. You know, I could, you know, it's like after you've had a good meal, but you're like, I have room for dessert. And so, Cassandra, eventually you step out. Do you want to describe your outfit? Is that important? I'm happy with that because I know important. Cassandra's outfits are always very cool. <laughs> Well, if you want to hear about it, uh, when Cassandra steps out, uh, they are in. Well, first of all, the one notable thing is that their hair is now in a bun, a very neat bun. Their bangs, you know, kind of tucked to the side. They're wearing this like thin yellow, like short sleeve, like turtleneck sweater, knee length pleated gray skirt. Uh, that sits at their waist, some black tights, and dusty pink flats. But the notable thing about their outfit is the very long leather gloves that they have on. Yes. Uh, used now to conceal all of the chipped areas on their arms. Yeah, very wise. Okay, so Cassandra steps out, you know, looking great. What? I think you step out. You went into the bathroom of the Winnebago, is that right? Mm-hmm. You step out to see Tempest just, like, devouring, like, their second box of Oreos or whatever. Oh, they're definitely, like, generic-ass chocolate chip cookies, too. Okay, they're, and they're just, like, we as long as you're okay it. with this, Tempest. The Nabisco strike is still on. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> you're shoveling the store-bought brand of, you know, Mr. Chip's chocolate mm-hmm. chip cookies there we go and you can tell i mean I'll, i won't decide this for you tell me how inelegant tempest is being right now of how they're oh, eating these God. Cookies they have enough image. consciousness of their own dignity to not be like shoveling things into their face and spilling crumbs everywhere but it's a close thing <laughs> so it's not full-on cookie monster but it's, it's, it's not full-on it's, cookie monster but they are eating them faster than anyone feasibly should be 
They got the munchies. You haven't met me. <laughs> They're at cl- near Clyde levels, not quite Clyde levels. Okay, so Cassandra steps out looking good. Um, does see Tempest doing this this kind of heinous cookie act. <laughs> They're still in their bloody t-shirt, yeah, yeah, too. Cassandra, again, confused phase. Um, I think Tempest would like, give them half a wave. Are, are you okay? You don't usually... <sighs> I don't know, I'm just starving. I mean... Whatever magic shit. Does magic healing make you hungry? No, no, it shouldn't. At least, not what I've done. They give a large shrug. Oh. I'm going to run out of yogurt this right. I hope it wears off soon. And that, and that Cassandra's, like, expert, like, Cassandra's face pales a bit. And it's like, um, it shouldn't be affecting you that much, but... That means something else is going on. They look alarmed. This is something we need to keep an eye on. Uh, okay. I think they pause to consider and like look down at the at the uh, cookies in their hand to, to sh- should I put these back? I do whatever you want with the cookies. It's just there shouldn't be. There shouldn't be that much of an impact. Well, now I'm freaked and, uh, out. Look, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see if anything in any of the books you have or any research we have says anything about it. You just... Just keep calm and get out of those bloody clothes. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, and I like this shirt, too. Okay, Cassandra, where are you headed after this? Cassandra is heading out. Is looking around. And spots staying in Ashton's car and starts making their way over. Oh no! Oh no! 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 And is motioning. Yeah, and is motioning. Is motioning for as they're walking. Is motioning for Dane to get out of the car. Oh, Dane will get out of the car. <laughs> Ashton. Oh, Ashton. you got this boy whipped. Sorry, Ashton. Ashton hears Dane get out of the car, like start to get out of the car, and he's like, and then he looks through the windshield, sees Cassandra, and he looks to Dane, and he goes. Good luck. If I don't come back, yeah, you can I'll have lie. your hammer back. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you don't come back, I think we're gonna have a few more problems than that. But uh, is Cassandra gonna fucking eat him? Thanks for letting me know that I can have my property back. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, Dane, where are you leaving the hammer? Because this actually is semi-important. On top of the car. <laughs> You're gonna leave a dent in it. No, no. Here's a critical a thing because I want this for Cassandra. Cassandra, you see Dane put the hammer on top of the car. It's covered in blood and viscera from the possum, but you don't know that it's from a possum yet. <laughs> wow, that is awful. Oh so, my god. So, so Cassandra sees it. 
looks her face, her face just goes pale again before before just twisting into anger and they start stomping their way towards Dane faster than anybody's ever seen them move before. Oh man, oh no. <laughs> oh, the rage. And then, and then Cassandra breaks into a sprint. Shit. Okay. Um, beat his ass. I, I assume you close the distance pretty quick. What do you say when you Not get to Dane? Not only close the distance pretty quick, but um, Cassandra's also going to restrain Dane with magic. So it's going to okay. use magic. Ooh. Damn. Okay, so this is this is um, bar a creature like restrain a person. Like restrain, yeah, hold. Yeah, go ahead and roll me that. I will say Ashton is watching this happen through like I guess his windshield. He does not lift a fa- he does not move an inch. He just like sits no, back and watches. It, He's like very wise decision. Exactly. Like, this nah. is on them. It's like no, yeah, this is how I expected it to go. That's an eight. Is a problematic side effect of killing me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I restrain you too See? little too hard and snap your neck. <laughs> he can't hurt you if he's dead, probably. Let's do the effect is weakened. Okay. Yeah, so this would be this would be the vines. Oh, okay. The thorns. okay. Yep, so the thorns come out of Cassandra. And they stay, do they stay kind of tethered to Cassandra or do they like detach and wrap around Dane? Or is it like a Spider-Man web scenario where you have a connection to him now? Um, they, deta- they detach and like root themselves into the ground. Okay, so this is what I'm gonna say, Dane. Um, they grab your ankles, but um, they try to move up more, but the, the mouths on your legs, right? Like actually snap at them and like swat them back. So your legs are restrained. And the mouths do that without any without you know consulting yeah. or doing this is very much an instinctive reaction um so your ankles are held in place but you could move the rest of your body just fine dane doesn't yeah that's what i figured but i get why cassandra would do this yeah um and as cassandra comes like marching up to him dane hears who did you kill Depends. That's not a great response. (laughs) Dane, who did you kill after everything you've done tonight? Now is not the time for vague answers. I don't know. Don't know. I went out and fought something like myself. That's what I thought. Why did you do this? Why do I do anything? For my own self-indulgence. I trusted you, Dane. Eleven years of trust and it's tossed. I didn't want to believe it, Dane, when that feeling came over me, telling me that you were going to do something. You always knew that I was going to hurt people. Not like this. 
just because it wasn't you. I am a hammer, and everything else is a nail. What are you going to do now? Try and pick better nails to hit. That's it? What do you want from me? Who was the one who told me that I I could change? I didn't have to be I didn't have to be how I am now and how Basically, you're not practicing what you've told me, Dane. Always telling me how to be better and... How can you prevent these things from happening again if you don't try? You see yourself as, like you said, a hammer. What difference is it going to make if you're just going to continue the B1 just on someone else? Like you said, it, I didn't think of it because it didn't happen to me, but it happened to me. Who else do you think it's going to happen to? Dane shrugs. All I know, and almost everything I remember is being this. Whatever it is at the center of this, I am just becoming more and more like this. A weapon, a hammer, a monster. That is what I am. That is what I always have been. At least what I can remember, except for a short fleeting time. Something that is far beyond what I deserve. And what about those times you weren't? Those times, that time where you picked up me, freshly 19, you know, lost in the world, having lost everything. And you picked me up and you took me in. Were you a hammer? Were you a weapon then? I don't know. I don't know what I am. All of us don't know what we are, dude. No, people have been hurt because of my own actions as well. like how you tell me we can't just we can't hide away anymore after everything that's happened it's almost impossible to it seems like all of this was put out in front of us it's almost as inevitable as my feeling my bad feelings Dane will quietly steal a glance at the Winnebago 
and then back to you. This isn't me completely forgiving what had happened, Dane, but... This isn't me completely shunning you for it, either. I... You know me. My trust is incredibly fragile after everything. But... It doesn't feel right to just toss you away. Dane breaks eye contact and kind of just looks at the hammer. I still think you have some use for me yet. Whatever that may be. I will be here, whether I want to or not. And at that, Cassandra will uh, drop the branch, the brambles, the vines. Dane still doesn't move. You think I've said all I've needed to say? Dane looks like he's about to say something. Then kind of like shuts his mouth for a minute for a second does Cassandra leave after that not yet um I'm supposed to see if like Dane will say it so Dane before you do this bit what are what is it that you're thinking of saying he initially wanted to be like, I'm sorry, but he's not, he can't say that. Like, he, so what do you want to say? He wants to tell Cassandra that they're better than him. Okay. So this is actually something that I want to have happen. Then you start, you're reaching for those words, right? And the mouths, uh, you, you can feel now, you know how earlier I just talked about when you were the egg, you felt that presence kind of lurching around inside of you yeah. a little bit. You feel a little bit of that and it's kind of personified. You can feel, you felt this before, you can feel the mouths pushing to want to open and the mouths, again, it's not words, but the message like that's directed at Cassandra, it's anger at both you and Cassandra. It's anger at Cassandra for dressing you down. And it's you like, are you fucking going to let her talk to us like that? Like we are the ones who've been in charge. We are the ones who've kept them safe and she does not get to do this to us. Us? And so I need you, if you're going to try to say something nice, I need you to roll it. You have to fight your desire here. You have to roll act under pressure. You can feel it pushing up and you know like, oh, no, 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 no. This is not a good time. Not a good time. Not a good time. You want to be out of the doghouse ever. (laughs) Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, <laughs> your boy did it again. It's a 12. Oh, okay. oh, so, it was a four that you were miming there and I was losing my shit. No, no, so it's, what a, it's I wanna, a 12. Oh, what I want to get from you then is I'll let you kind of control this stain. Um, you feel the mouse pushing that. What do you say verbally or internally or whatever that you do to prevent them from lashing out? Because you know they actually want to actually maybe even hurt Cassandra. And then yeah. what do you say to Cassandra? Um... He, he he thinks to himself. He's like, if you even if you can't apologize, Dane, just tell them that they are better and that they have to they have to be better than he is. 
because they are. Um, and then when the the feeling like wells up and it's just like, what? Like, you know, just kind of like when it's like an intrusive thought and you have that split second, you're like, no, that is not who I am. And that's that's kind of exactly what Dane kind of says in his own head. Like he think he physically thinks that thought and tries to like really like uh, let that resonate within him as like, no, you can do this to anyone else, but not her, not me. This is my body and you are mine. You feel that presence that was lurching around. It like it hold it holds. It's in a state of tension, but it still holds there. And the mouths, like one of them, was just about to open, and they all just shut completely at once. And then once that happens, Dane will quietly, you know, just loud enough for Cassandra to hear, and just you are better than I ever have been. And I believe that you will continue to be so. And I am proud of you for the progress that you have made. And even if you end up not wanting me around, I will always care. Uh, how do you like trying. that? <laughs> <laughs> how can you say no to a little face and it's just Dane That face did throw them off a cliff. That is still that a thing that happened. It did just throw them off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. But that's in the past. It's not, it's not an apology. It's hours ago. It's not an apology, but they say it in a way that it's more of like a promise to do better. This this is why this is why people are mean to Ashton. You just channel you just channeled that part of yourself in. <laughs> Chris right. never yeah. uses Chris never fights back when we bully them because they're channeling all of their asshole energy into playing Ashton. It's a great sacrifice that they make for this show. It really is. <laughs> Okay. We appreciate it. Now that the beating up on Chris hour is complete. (laughs) It's never complete. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry, Chris. Chris, I love you. Just lethal over there. Chris, you okay, bud? I love you. They're not turning around. I think you've actually heard them. The meek Um, over the shoulder. Okay. So, Cassandra, Cassandra, Dane says that. um, Do you acknowledge it? And then what do you do after? Um... There's definitely a, a bit of softening in Cassandra's expression on that, and they just nod. And then they walk over to the side Ashton is in. <laughs> and uh, knock on the window. He's just laying there, like, as you walk up, by the way, he's just laying there, and his, like, eyes are kind of closed a little bit, like, just, like, squinting a bit, like, you knock on the window, he, like, he rolls it down again, and he's like, Hey, what's, uh... What can I do for you? Alright, you all uh, done with that sad boy time in there? Ah. Uh, sure. Lo fi music still playing. <laughs> Is yeah, Jimmy sure. still out? I mean, I, I am going to give 
everyone, especially Chris, a gift and just continue to have Jimmy be snoring in the background for this. Y'all will have a lot of Jimmy to deal with in a bit. So I'm restraining with the Jimmy for now. Um, yeah, we're, we're done. Right. Thank you for asking. Are you doing okay? Um, he he's smiling, kind of like how I am now, like just like that, like a little happy grin. Ah, uh, well, I mean, I'm not great, but I'm getting there. I'm getting back to my normal self, whether that be for well, pro- it's probably for the worst, but. That's easier to patch up than, uh, well, missing body parts or missing organs or anything of the like. I just want to make <laughs> sure we're all ready before I get another feeling. Uh, well, seeing as it's uh, my job to be ready, yes, I am ready. Uh, the real question is, and so he looks back behind him. what are we going to do about, and then just... <laughs> they both look back at him at the same time, just like. Yeah. yeah. This is gonna sound really fun after the filter. Yeah. Oh, He's a cartoon oh, no. sneeze. Of course he fucking does. God He's a cartoon it. character <laughs> in this world. It's Jimmy Garbanzo. What uh, are you gonna do about? What is the? What is the? The. What is the deal with Jimmy? I mean, could, a lot uh, of things. But what are y'all gonna do with him? Well, I mean, we could. Uh, I mean, just leave him here. Well, yeah, I gotta watch over him, wait for him to wake up. I mean, I'm the one who made the deal with him, so I guess he's my responsibility right now. <laughs> this is the ultimate sacrifice. Can Dane hear any of this? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Dane will kind of quietly raise a hand. Yeah. I require clothes. In the house, uh, check... Uh, do you have clothes that will not destroy every will be destroyed oh. every time I Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh okay, give me, okay. Give me give me a moment. Give me a moment. And with that, Cassandra will look into their bag. <laughs> oh, you you have some clothes, I assume, right? You pull something out for Dane. I don't want to belabor this point. I imagine it's just a stretchy pair of pants. Yeah, I know. Always, there's always, there's always yeah. clothes ready for Gives Dane. Gives you some stretchy sweatpants and a t-shirt, I assume. This will do for now. But I want... <laughs> they kind of look around. Cooler clothes. <laughs> you really, you really gonna worry about that now? Not now, and later. When they're awake. And you're all rested. And we're nowhere near here. But I do want cool clothes. <laughs> and seeing if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's literally <laughs> it. That's all he wanted. <laughs> Dane leaves. Where are you going to go sleep, Dane? Uh, by the campfire. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Cassandra, where are you sleeping? Cassandra's going to... Cassandra's going to sleep in the house. You still have Ashton's old room, so enjoy that. Yep. Yep. Okay, and then Tempest, you are sleeping in the Winnebago, right? I think I think there is probably a sugar crash 
and you just managed to, yeah. you just stumble back to your bed. Is that fair? Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Um, I guess briefly, the one thing I wanted, the mildly important detail, Ashton, where do you sleep and where do you put Jimmy? Just real quick. I know he's probably in the house. Actually, he doesn't move Jimmy, nor does he actually go anywhere. He doesn't really want to like leave the car, so he actually just sleeps in the car in the driver's seat. He shuts off the car, though. Perfect. Okay. I think, you know, are you trying to keep watch over Jimmy? Yeah, pretty much. Jimmy continues to snore. And is it fair to say at some point, Ashton, whether intentionally or not, you probably just fall asleep because it's been a fucking ridiculously long day. Oh, definitely. Probably by like not intentionally. Like he tries to keep himself up. Ashton wakes up with a mustache drawn on his face. (laughs) I have something slightly, the one thing that might worry Ashton more than that. Hi everyone, it's Dana with this week's mid-break. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode. Again, it was a lot of fun to make, a lot of very silly, uh, goofy stuff happens and it's really nice to kind of finally really wrap up this arc which has taken so much longer than I thought it was going to but thank you all for being patient I hope you guys have enjoyed this longer interlude than we had last time Um, breaking things up a bit has definitely given us all making the show a little bit more time to kind of uh, not be quite so harried and rushed getting things out so we're very thankful for y'all's patience through that if you want to get updates about the show, you can follow us at MeddlingPod. Um, if you want to support the show, you can subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash meddling. We really appreciate it, and you'll get all sorts of great bonus content. Everything from ad-free episodes to our after-show show, um, mingling with monsters, and stickers and mugs and all sorts of great stuff. If you're interested in more really good tabletop role-playing game content, uh, the arc that I did with Trials of the Apocalypse where we play the fantastic uh, military drama game The Watch is releasing its final episode soon. So give that a listen. It's really, really great. And the four episodes that have come out so far have all been fantastic. And I'm really excited to hear what, how the final one turns out. Also, me and Daisy are doing some work on the upcoming fourth season of the very popular show SCP Archives. It's going to be written by... Ben Counter, who uh, I have previously worked with on the show Out of Place, and that was really good, and I've gotten to read a little bit of what Ben has planned for this series of SCP, and it's, I will not spoil anything, obviously, but it's also really good, and I'm really excited to be getting to do some of the editing and sound design with that, along with Daisy helping out as well, and it's going to be really good, and it's coming out in late December, so if you're not already listening to that show, you should. There's a good chance that you found us through that show, so you probably already are, but if you're not, you should absolutely be giving SCP Archives and some of the other shows on the Midnight Disease Network, such as Margaret's Garden, which I'm also in, and Out of Place, which I already mentioned, a listen. A lot of very good shows. I've recently been listening to The Hotel, and I've really, really, really loved it. I think I've just gotten through all the episodes recently. So, And lastly... Uh, As far as what we're going to be doing next, our next episode on December 14th is actually going to be a mailbag episode. So we've been taking some questions from our fans via our email, which we'll have copied in the show notes, and our Twitter. So you're welcome to tweet at us. And pretty much any questions you want to ask about what's gone into making the show or playing the characters or, you know, the story or the production or anything, uh, we're happy to take them. And we're going to be recording that, I think, in the next week or so. So, you know, try to get those sent in within the next, I don't know, about week here. And we're going to try to answer as many as we can in the time we have. And we're really looking forward to doing that. 
And then I'm not sure exactly what's going to come after that. We have floated the idea of doing a holiday special. I will update you guys when the uh, mailbag episode comes out and what our plans are. But then uh, if we do a holiday special, then the episode after that is going to be kind of the first episode in our Atlantis arc. So I will update you guys on what we have planned. And I'm looking forward to bringing whatever it is to you guys. Please enjoy the rest of the episode. And I will see you guys for the mailbag episode on December 14th. Thanks. Bye. Uh, Ashton, you wake up, and you wake up to your phone ringing. Uh, nah. Uh, uh, right. And he'll pick up. Okay, do you bother to check and see what it is, or you just pick up? Actually, yeah, of course. Of course he'll check. Like, he'll check to see who... Have you? Because we've we've commented that you've got a new phone. Have you put all your contacts in? I know this is a mild thing, but I'm actually I mean, he moved curious. the sim. He like transferred all the info over, and he like moved the sim. See, card. I don't think you would have the sim card. That thing was oh, okay. burnt. Then no, he doesn't. Uh, I guess. Okay. Okay. Um, I imagine Ashton's smart enough to keep critical numbers in of course. places. Um, but you probably don't have numbers memorized, right? So you would. Nah, you would he has a book smart. somewhere in one of his houses, probably. Okay. Okay. What do you say when you pick up? No. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, uh, 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 Ashton, uh. I'm so glad to hear your voice. Oh, this is great. Um, you would know this. I haven't made up a name for this person. You have, Ashton's a freelancer, right? Yep. Ashton, you, you don't necessarily have an agent of sorts, but you do have a guy who's often like the headhunter or the middleman or almost an agent in a way. Okay. No, we've talked about this a little bit. We definitely have. I remember uh, this conversation. Yeah, I'm bringing this up now. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I give you a few snippets of his sultry voice to help you think about it. It's basically Guy Fieri mixed with Joe Rogan. It's one of the most audio is atrocities. This per- hold on, just like for context, uh, can you tell? Can you send a message to me telling me if this person is human or non-human? Would I know them? Uh, you would absolutely know them. Okay. You've talked multiple times. Definitely. And I. Unless you want them to be non-human, you can make up a species if you okay. want. I was thinking of them as human. Let's just say that their name is Vivi. Vivi? Vivi. All right. You you know this voice. Yeah. Um, usually Vivi... Vivi has good jobs for you, but he's annoying as fuck and yeah. often probably takes more of a pay cut than he really should. Nah. Hey, Vivi. It's, uh... When was the last time you called... How'd you get my new number? What? I have my ways now. Your name spreads around in the business. Don't worry about it. It's all fine. It's all fine, okay? Uh-huh. He's, like, wincing as, like, he yells into the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, he, like, checks, like, what time it is. <laughs> what time is it? Um, it's, it's early. Uh, it's probably, like, somewhere between 7 and 8 a.m. Oh. Ah. Uh. Oh, okay. You saying that it's fine leads me to believe that it's not fine. And I'm not doubting you. It's just, you know, usually you call me in the middle of the day and it's currently 8.25 in the morning. Well, I, you know, the reason I called you so early is because I wanted to get this incredible new job offer on your desk as soon as possible. Like, like really quick. Like, please actually listen to me. Okay. I'm listening. Just, um, All right. Let me, let me give you some words here. Let me give you some words for you, my man, okay? It's gonna okay. be great. 
It's yeah. you, Victor Carlino, Atlantis, a job. She <sighs> wants to speak with you. Wait, wait, back it, Vivi, back it up for a second. Hold on. All right, what do I need? I mean, let me just rewind the old tape there, buddy. <laughs> yep. What do you need me to run back for you? I thought it was like a few simple words, but I can catch you up whenever. Uh, you said, you said Victor Carlino. I said you, Victor Carlino, no. Atlantis. What does, what does he want? Did he tell you what he wanted? He wants you. He wants to talk to you. He apparently has a job for you. It seems really important because he kind of low-key threatened to break my kneecaps if I didn't bring it across to you. Oh, that sounds like... I a... like my kneecaps, Ashton. Yeah. And I think it would be a great deal if all of us got to keep them here. Oh, what do you say, dude? I can, I, can, I can pass it along. I can get you there. You, yeah. Victor Carlino, yeah, Atlantis, I got functioning yeah. kneecaps, Ashton, yeah, functioning kneecaps. I got it. Yeah. Oh, God. I just woke up. I don't know if you could fucking tell. Um, <laughs> and I just got my kneecaps threatened to be broken by a giant shark man. Uh-huh. Uh, that's great. Um, listen, We're all maybe. having a great day so far. <laughs> Ashton, like, Ashton goes... Give me one second. And he pulls the phone away from his head, even if he's still talking. Like, absolutely. Like, he just fucking pulls the phone away. And he's just like, He, like, massages his face. Like, he puts his phone down, massages his face with both hands, and just goes, He picks it up again. Right, so, uh, Victor Carlino, Atlantis, sounds like fun, no broken kneecaps, that sounds absolutely fucking bonkers, I love it. Awesome, I knew you would be down for this. Yeah. Um, do you have, like, other information, like, where I need to head specifically? I will text it to you. Great. Efficiency, man, that is what we are about in this business. And functioning kneecaps. That's another critical detail. You are very Please don't make me talk too much because this voice is actually surprisingly straining on the vocal cords. <laughs> I'm just picturing he talks like the Kappa Omega Kappa guys. <laughs> Takes a shot out of the bang energy drink. Just <laughs> Hey Ashton. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. a job opportunity. Again, yeah. it's my Guy Fieri crossed of Joe Rogan voice. So. All right. Uh, Spotify, hire me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nice um, cock. <laughs> nice cock. Nice oh, cock. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll definitely uh, be there. Just send me the info and uh, you can tell... Uh, you can tell them that um, I'll we'll be there uh, today. I'll be there in like day and a half, maybe I less. I will pass that along, and I will let you know if the kneecap situation justifies an advance of schedule. All right. Uh, hope you're doing good, Vivi. Uh, I currently have functioning kneecaps. Hopefully, that stays the way it is. Yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> all right. Well, I gotta go. You know, um, 
uh, other things happening right now, probably, maybe. I don't know yet. Uh, we're about to find out. Um, Looks back at Jimmy passed out in the backseat. Jimmy's still passed out in the backseat. Yeah, I, uh, I got a full plate uh, for the moment. But as soon as that's cleared up, I will head right on down. Just text me that information. Uh, me and my... Uh, I guess this Jamboree. No, uh, they might stay here. I don't know. All right, I'll pass <laughs> it along. All right. See you later. I mean, like, as quickly as you can, press this <laughs> yes. up button. Okay. I think um, uh, just to expedite it, we'll we'll come back to this. But you would get details texted you of like you're going to meet here. You know, you're going to get taken where you need to go. It's it's relatively minimal. So you know. But it, but it's enough that you know where you need to be and when. Okay. Um, and we'll circle back to that when it's relevant. So I think the next thing, um, I, I don't know, I can't speak for Cassandra. Cause is Cassandra a heavy sleeper? No. Cassandra would have been up already. You don't sleep very well. When would you have gotten up and what would you be doing? So Cassandra, well, Cassandra gets up like on and off, but like when they really just kind of like started getting up and... All of that probably would have been around like six, and they just kind of been <laughs> alone with their thoughts, which you know. Okay, have you left Ashton's room? That's, that's the biggest detail. Yeah, they're sitting on the couch, um, and they're looking over the what was it? They're looking over the empty container that held the spider that they used in the mountain. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I really want to do something there, but I'm trying to expedite things. So you're going to get spared for a little bit on that front. (laughs) Uh, You could just dangle that in front of me. That's cool. Um, (laughs) Doing this for you. Uh, Okay. So, so, so then everyone, I mean, I think Dane, you're not a light sleeper either. You can't afford to be in your line of work. That's fair, right? If you can call it sleep, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's another detail. So everyone then all, all, I'll presume him will hear it too, although we'll see. What what do they hear, Tempest, from the Winnebago? Well, they hear what sounds like the start of a scream that is immediately, like, cut off. From As the if, Winnebago? Yes. This is distinctly Tempest's scream or, like, a random scream? This is distinctly Tempest. It doesn't sound right, though. So it doesn't sound like Tempest. Quite right. It does. I mean, it's recognizable as Tempest, but it, but there is an off quality to it. Uh, so I'm well, just booking it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dane in. Uh, <laughs> Dane goes monster. <laughs> He's like, and then bolts. Ashton, what response do you have? You would hear it coming from the Winnebago as well. Ashton. Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I zoned out for a second there. I actually almost half think that would be Ashton's response initially. Uh, I said there's you hear a scream coming from the Winnebago that sounds like Tempest, but something sounds off about it, and it's it's kind of choked off. The other two, Ashton, or sorry, um, Dane and Cassandra, are running to the Winnebago. What are you doing? He looks to like the Winnebago and then looks to the bug in his back seat. Yes. If he has the time, he'll like flip a coin mentally in his head. If that makes sense, like yeah. he'll be like, I do that be, sometimes. And basically, he's like, "All right, let's try something new here." 
to be a day to be myself or not to be myself today that's the question and uh <laughs> two-faced he, but it's not live or die it's do you have to put up with ashton or not <laughs> and then he thinks about it he flips a coin and then he opens the door and he goes in there he goes out to go find out what's going on at the winnebago okay i think Probably the first person to get there is going to be Dane because you're the closest. Because Ashton's I'm not going also fast. the it's fastest. Be... <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> My preternatural um, so Dane, speed. You just sprint into the room, right? <clears throat> yeah. Into Tempest's room. Tempest, take it from here, please. What did they see? Because I've been waiting yeah. for this for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> Tempest is sort of half collapsed onto the bed. Their hands are clasped over their mouth. And the first thing you're gonna notice is that Tempest is very pale and they are a platinum blonde. So they were pale anyway, but it's almost bluish. The second thing you'll notice is that's not the only blue thing about them. There are thick bars of blue covering most of their body. And the third thing- What the fuck? But the most fun is that from their ankles, hips, and shoulders, there are thick blue tendrils in a sort of star formation. I'm gonna put a picture in the chat so you have a visual reference for this. What the fuck? Is that my fault? Is that my fault? Me and Daisy have done some scheming for the past two weeks. They do resemble greatly a blue glaucous sea slug. And what the they fuck are, happened? And they are, again, their hands are clasped over their mouth. They are shaking. Dane, what is your face? Just because I think Tempest, like Tempest is going to have to scream and whatever it is they're dealing with. And then you're going to burst into the room. And what does your face tell Tempest? Uh, Dane runs in immediate, like it's like ready, like concerned, ready to help and everything. Tongues, mouths open and everything. And just like freezes. The face holds for a moment. And it just kind of slowly changes to what are you? Like what? What is what is this tempest? What is it? And then the like really quietly. Have you always been a monster? I don't know what this is. I don't know what happened to me. Did did this? What what you did? Is this? Oh no, mine was much more subtle. Well, that's good to know. At this point, Ashton and Cassandra arrived behind. What the. F- Fuck. <laughs> hey, I had a scream with a wow. Wow. Talk about bedhead, huh? Wow, sorry, that was uh that was mean, huh? Wow. Um anyway. Tempest looks like Tempest- they're either about to punch you or cry. <laughs> uh, this is uh I'm I'm assuming this is new. Yeah. I am going to restrain my initial reaction. And I'm going to ask if you are okay. I'm a- Hey, everyone, I just- Oh, my- Fucking whatever the hell this is, do I look okay? No. I think you look gorgeous. I think you look really awesome. What? I- uh, Thanks! How do I go back? It's it's like Cassandra's just like- Cassandra's just like looking at- um, why are you if why are you at what what art what is know. this uh, oh it looks like all right 
fucking a, a, a cephalopod or a nudibranch branch or, or something. Do we need to put you in Nerd. water? <laughs> um, critical question, because I want to establish, we didn't establish this visual. You mentioned that they're a platinum blonde. I didn't see them as having hair in this form. Um, uh, and what does their I, head look like? And I, please, please I, lean into would, the monstrous. It would 100% be, again, more blue tentacles, yeah. No, that was me. Um, uh, that was te- context for what temp- Tempest being paler than normal. As yep. in, Tempest is normally quite pale, yep. but this is something new. It is 100% yeah, and they don't have hair. They have, you know. Yeah. Does their, how humanoid does their face look? Mm, it's how very, recognizable are they as their former it's self? It's rounded off a little bit. It's like, it's almost as if they, their, their skull is soft. They still do have that's not great. Your skull sort of humanish features, but it's very much that their skeleton doesn't know what to do right now. What about your eyes? Flat blue, like that same royal blue that's most of their skin. And are the whole so the whole thing is blue? Mm-hmm. The whole thing is blue. Yeah. Oh, there's no irises or pupils. That's fucking delightful. Hey, Daisy, I already have some concepts of sea slug alien people that you might like to use. As a, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Like, I was like, I can't ask them. I know how busy they are. I can't ask them to draw any of this. But you, You're going to ask me to draw a monster. I'm going to do it. I'll, um, I'll give you the table. You can pick your favorite one. So. So, um, yeah. I guess while we're here, um, Ashton will grin a little bit and it'll go. I looked at Dane and I'll go, did you do this? Is this, is this you? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you the father. (laughs) I swear to God. I just woke up. I figured everyone was coming over. Oh, wow. Oh, hey, hey again. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were a fish person. I, I, I wasn't. I didn't say anything. Oh. You know, the fastest way for us to find out is for us to see what you can do. What I think I can do, I, I would like to turn back. Yes, we'll find out how you can turn back soon. Let's go outside right now. <laughs> hold on, hold on, everyone. Let's just take a moment. All right, Tempest, and he'll, like, get down to, like, he'll, like squat. Like, are they, are they on the floor? Is that, like, they're, like... I think they were... I think they probably slid that way at that point, at some point. Like, they were half collapsed when Dane found them. Um, Jimmy's going to go up and poke the blue tendrils just as a bit of context. He's very curious. It and he's stings a- him. That's what you get for just touching people. <laughs> How bad does it sting? I mean, it it hurts. He's, I don't think he's seriously like, injured, especially since he didn't really grab it, but it does hurt. Here, when like, his finger starts the swelling. The sensation of the blue glaucus sting. Oh, his finger, his finger is a claw. Oh, ooh. Yeah. It's a very painful sting because they get their nematocyst from the Portuguese man of war. Oh. Ooh, Dane's right. familiar with that. It is a <laughs> very <laughs> painful sting. <laughs> Jimmy just starts like grabbing his hand and rolling on the ground, just going, ah! and, like, M. M was initially annoyed at Jimmy's presence and now is very much enjoying what is occurring. Can someone take care of that? Uh, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take care of uh, 
this, and he like gestures towards Tempest. So, uh, how are you feeling right now? Other than uh, you know, freaked out. And it, like as as he's asking you this question, he'll reach into his jacket and he'll start like pulling out like a little tiny notebook. While Ashton is asking these questions, they will reach out and also touch the tempest. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, it Get fucking hurts. Stink, yeah. You take a you take you take a one so I'm gonna preface this since you came back from the dead, you are now at seven harm capacity, you're good, but you do take did we say I think a one, one harm, harm wound, is that fair, Tempest? Yep. One harm and it's you're gonna take minus one ongoing until you heal that because it fucking hurts. Cool. I mean I, I don't think thankfully I don't take act, uh, harm from that. But it does. I just. I still get the one ongoing. The the tongue. <clears throat> the tongue that comes out of that hand is swollen, and it's kind of like this. Okay. He just <laughs> looks at the looks at the, looks at the swollen tongue. Stop. That's Everyone very interesting. Stop that. I want to put this image of how Sandra gets Jimmy out of the Winnebago. So he's still writhing around. Just reaches down, grabs him by the collar of his of his jacket, and just drags him out. <laughs> 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 uh, one thing I'll just briefly say: there's a, there's a lot going on here. For oh, like yeah, right. mm-hmm, take a mm-hmm. sec. Hot sector resolve. Um, M, upon seeing Jimmy gets dragged out, goes from their initial amused expression to looking back, like definitely very worried at Tempest, and sits down across and just kind of like, just looks at it almost again, kind of probably not wanting to make a ton of eye contact for so many reasons right now because it was bad enough when you got shot, but now you're fid. Now I am um, fid. I am I think become fed. Tempest is looking at literally everyone, but especially M, because out of all of them, M's the one they trust the most. Like, Jesus fuck, help me. They, you have seen them scared before. You have seen them scared in the mountain. You have seen them scared on the boat. You have never seen them this scared. Ashton, I do want to give you a chance to continue with your thing because you were pulling out a notebook to talk to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. he pulls out his notebook as he's asking, like, how. how like, how are you feeling right now? Are you feeling, you know, like emotional distress? If so, what specific emotion? Well, I'm pretty upset, Ashton. I'm pretty freaked out. Mm-hmm. I can't tell Does if I'm short of like- breath because I can't breathe or if I'm having an anxiety attack. Okay. Uh, would you say that that's an internal change or both an internal and external? I'm trying to help you so that we can get you to turn back into your normal self. Okay, I think they they take like a two, a few deep breaths and like, well, it's not really helping. So in, internal, like okay, just internal. Wise? Do you mean like physical or emotional? Uh, either or, whichever, both are helpful. Um, probably physical. Okay, he's flipping through pages, yeah. and you can see like they're like. Hundreds, yeah. if not thousands, of like strange like symbols in it, and he's yeah. like, "Right, okay." And he like closes it, and he puts it back in like the inside pocket, and he's like, "All right, here's what we're gonna do. Um, uh, where did Cassandra go? I need like a piece of uh, chalk. Grab not to eat though. That's not one of those. I'm not sure. You hear distant sounds of Jimmy crying out. He he wanders over out to the door and peeks out. Cassandra, I need a piece of chalk from your bag. All right, just give me a minute. You just, you just hear like a thud sound. <laughs> Do you just drop <laughs> Jimmy? Drop it. <laughs> it's not that far. It's not that no, that's far. fair. <laughs> uh, no, Ashton. One thing I could have you do here if you want. You're looking over Tempest, right? Mm-hmm. I think the uh, to me this sounds like a read about situation role because you're trying to evaluate 
or yeah, I, it could be investigative mystery, but I think you're you're more acutely concerned with how to make sure Tempest is okay. So I think yeah. this is read a bad situation. So if you don't mind, Absolutely. I think we can roll that for you evaluating it. And that, hey, Ashton has drug essence of fish before. Yeah, and I add what to that? Norma, you add sharp. I think you have tactical genius, although I don't know if that means you can always use it. Um, remind me what tactical genius says. I don't know if that's every time you roll read a bad situation or if it's only under certain conditions. Tactical genius. When you read a bad situation, you may roll plus cool instead of plus sharp. All right. Now, this actually works great because Ashton has seen a lot of weird stuff. And so he's probably the least phased of this of anyone almost. Yeah. So I rolled a 10. Excellent. You get to ask three questions. All right. Um, let's see. What do I want to even ask here? What's the best way to protect the victims? Okay, having had weird things happen to you, you're probably more used to it. I actually think, I don't want to do a full flashback. I imagine there's been a time where something weird happened to Ashton and his mom had to help him, right? You're probably getting some of this from her. And I think, you know, maybe it was something like some sort of weird, you know, thing y'all encountered started turning your arm funny. Or Actually, you tell me, tell me briefly sometime when Ashton's yeah. mom helped him deal with a thing that happened wrong. There was one time where they killed this thing that was like part boar, part bear, part uh, lion. And it was like a, like an amalgamation of like all of those put together. Chimera, yeah. Yeah, like a chimera kind of deal. And they killed it, but like he had like picked up some kind of like pathogen from it that like caused him to like start growing like fur like rapid, rapidly. Um, okay, and probably freaked out, right? Yeah, definitely freaked out. I think what your mom would have done in a case like that is... You know, I think she assured you that she had seen something like this before, that she knew how to handle it, that you were going to be okay. And also that like Tempest's whole world is collapsing on them. Yeah. And I think you, you know, like for you back then, it was just you and your mom. Yeah. And one of the things your mom did was like, she even just sort of jokingly was like, even if you turn into an incredibly fuzzy creature, I'm still your mom and I'm still going to love you and it's going to be okay. Yeah, and so right. what you know that Tempest needs to hear right now is like, things are going to be okay and that they are not probably not stuck like this. And even if they are, maybe don't even mention the, even if they are part, but that like, you know, yeah. everyone's still here. No one, no one's opinion of them has changed because of yeah. this. Of course. Yeah. Um, you need to calm them down. So as Ashton waits for Cassandra to bring chalk. Um, you also still to have two more questions. Just keep that in mind. No, I mean that covered it, covered it pretty much. I, I don't want to really use those questions. Okay. Um, just bear in mind, you also get a plus one, um, acting on that information. So if that, if that covers what you want, that's fine. Okay. Um, so as he's waiting for uh, Chalk, he will look to like Tempest, not like touch them because obviously he doesn't want to get stung. Yeah, that's the other. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you what's the biggest threat for three, which is the big blue tendrils. Don't let Tempest hit anything with them. Yeah. All right. Um, listen, you're going to be fine. All right. I'll had, I've had things like this happen to me before. Uh, I've seen it happen to other people. It's you're, you're, it's all good. All right, I know how to fix something like this. Luckily, okay. you were stuck with me. So. <laughs> you know, like a couple days ago, I would have said that was worse. Yeah, I've been getting that a lot lately. Anyhow. Um, any, well, like, you're doing all right so far. He doesn't respond to that. <laughs> Cassandra, you come back in with a piece of chalk. Yeah, uh, Cassandra is coming back in. Uh, they don't look at Tempest uh, and leave immediately after leaving the chalk. 
They seem okay. very distressed about that. Everything's bad right now. Right. <laughs> right. Everything sucks and, uh, so much. Listen, after this, after I, uh, well, I don't want to say fix you because we don't know if what's going on with you is actually like a bad thing or not. I mean, right now it may seem like a bad thing, but that's not here nor there. Um, I have some wonderful news that I think you'll enjoy. Um, but until then, how about we get you all fixed up now? And he, is there like a rug in the Winnebago, like in the main area of the Winnebago? There can be. Yeah. Tempest, Why is there not? a rug? And what? Just briefly, what does it look like? Is it a, is it a, fi- it's a fish rug of some kind? Oh, anchors. anchors. Okay. Okay, he moves this rug out of the way and takes the chalk and he goes, I'm sorry, I'll clean it up later. Do whatever the hell you need to do. (laughs) Start making uh, different carvings and symbols on the ground. All seem to be somewhat different uh, from each other, though they all seem very sharp and jagged. Um... And he'll start making them at least like in a circle, and there will be like at least like three rings of these with like an area where like Tempest could be in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, this takes like about like probably like twelve minutes of him just marking these on the ground. Okay. So Cassandra, what, where just briefly let me know where you're headed. What do you do with this idiot moth boy you are stuck with? <laughs> Fucking drop him. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like sets him down and it's like um well after you come back out he does look at you kind of hurt because you just dropped him he's a big baby <laughs> ah, my hand, you just dropped me ah, it really hurts well you shouldn't have touched things that you didn't know what was going on well how else would you find out what's going on <sighs> I'd rather things not be going on right now oh Ooh. Was that a reaction or was that something on your phone, Daisy? Oh, that's uh, the the welts from a Portuguese man of war thing, which is why I'm basing this off because that's where the, that's Ooh. basically the same for a blue caucus. Lasts from minutes to hours, local pain, rash comes and goes from up to six weeks, cramps, fevers, sweating, weakness, faintness, dizziness, nausea, vomiting, and <laughs> diarrhea in strong. <laughs> now, he's not getting it as strong because this would be second hand, third hand, but it's not fun. He's having a bad time. Yeah. He's, he's having a very to bad be for time. a while. Dane's sitting here like, tongue is numb. <laughs> My <laughs> mouth is dry. My face is numb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Yeah, go on. Sorry, darling. <sighs> it's It's been a lot. It's been a lot in a short amount of time. You're telling me I was doing fine, and then I showed up and I got my ex uh, box. It sucks up fog, and then I got you up the glue, and then my hand stings. Oh, I don't like any of this. Right. Let me let me take a look at your hand. Mm. He holds his hand out, kind of like a child. <laughs> it really stings. How did they even get through the chitin? Oh no! Right, this is monsters we're dealing with. A ton of bullshit happens. Anyways, doesn't look that bad. You should, from what I know from stings, it shouldn't be that bad. Probably just take some painkillers or something. Well, I could have figured that out. 
fine. I'll figure this out. He just huffs back on and he jumps back into his bag. <laughs> um, Dane, are you doing, are you just kind of observing all of this? Oh yeah. Dane is uh, absolutely doing the very thing that he taught Tempest, uh, Tempest to do. Um, and is basically trying to figure out what Tempest is capable of just from looking <laughs> at them. Uh, and getting so, stung okay. by them. I, I, go ahead yeah. and roll investigate a mystery then. Sure. What happened to my dice? Oh, and right I do here. want to get to what Ashton's doing. I yeah. just want to have set her in that. Then we'll cut back to Ashton's stuff. Uh, this is all happening while Ashton's setting up. Investigate a mystery that is a seven turned into a nine minus one, which is an eight. All right. You get to ask one question. Mm, uh, what can it do? Um, Aside from Sting. Well, I already know that. <laughs> Daisy, I honestly think you're probably the best source to answer this. So, oh, can you swim? Can you breathe from underwater? From what you have observed, Tempest is appearing to have trouble breathing on land. Hmm. Hence. Okay. Amphibious? They, they also appear that the tentacles are not necessarily like, they're not tentacles. They don't curl, but they do appear to move when Tempest is moving. As if they have, it's sort of like a limb they haven't learned how to control yet. So um, you said that the, the it feel, it's like a limb that you haven't really learned how to use yet and everything. Yes, they don't yeah. really curl as is everything. While no, uh, just kind Ashton of is working on the, while Ashton is doing their thing, Dane uh, sitting there after a minute will be like, you ever think about what it would be like if you could, like, like if you had wings and things? You ever think about that? Who who are you addressing this to? To who? That is at Tempest. Oh, I didn't know. Did, I thought he was outside. No, he stayed. He no, didn't move. No, no. Um, and shoots then... you a look like, like, dude, not the time. Dude, stop. No, I've never considered it. Okay. Mm, what look? I understand that this is a new development. You think? Yes. But we can learn from this. Once we figured out if I can turn back ever, then I am happy to study it. You will be able to. Ashen will figure it out. Or we ask the bug for a thing. Already figured it out. I'm really smart. Praise me, please. See, Ashton has already figured it out. I will. They have my brain cells. Yes. <laughs> I will sing your praises if you can do this. Imagine if you, I want you to try and imagine an itch on your shoulder. Uh, okay. Now, try to like itch it, but don't use your hands. I think they give you a look, but they sort of close their eyes and yeah, some of the tentacles do start waving around a little. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, what, it, 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 is something happening? They're moving. Oh, good. Ah. Yes, they're not just vestigial limbs. They actually have function. Ah. 
This is great. Is uh, it? I don't think this is great. That, that you can do something with them. They're not just an appendage to occupy space. All right, gang. Oh my god. Uh, I I am, and he like shoots up, and he like looks down at the symbols that are drawn like all across the floor, and he just like, I think I'm ready, and he tosses the chalk behind himself, and he's like, Tempest, stand in the middle, please. They do. It looks like they. I love this stage magician version. They move a little bit strangely. Like again, their skeleton doesn't really know what's happening because they're not supposed to have one. So they they they're they're quite shaky on their feet for a minute. And tries to like support you. Like I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Watch All watch right. the can... things. Oh yeah. Oh. She kind of tries to like. She takes like a upon like she doesn't actually get up and touch you. She says that not wanting to end up like Jimmy for so many reasons. Right. She like takes her jacket <laughs> off and like uses that to like. Will this work? I think. I mean, it seems to be. I don't know, dude. All right, she gets, she sort of holds you with the jacket and like moves you over to where Ashton needs your help or needs you to be. Well, all right. Now, I just need one final agreement. Uh, agreement. Oh, I guess. Uh, Dane. <clears throat> drop of your blood. Okay. Preferably it, on the circle, by the way. Uh, Dane will take his uh, uh, thumb and bite into it, and then kind of, like, squeeze out a little bit of blood onto the circle. Delightful. Ah, uh, and I guess I will do the same, because we need one non-human, one human. And he bites into his and drops some of, like, does a bit of the same. Um, and he goes, all right, now, uh, things might get weird. Well, they uh, can't or they get might weirder. Not. Him has a. Mm, Dane also has that look, except he's like not hiding it just, at all. He's just like, mm. no one, no one say anything. I'm just gonna pretend. Ashton is just grinning his ass off. He's like, I haven't gotten to do magic since I met Cassandra, because she does all the magic now. All right. I haven't seen this done in a long time, and they did it very differently. <laughs> so Ashton will basically. Uh, Ex- not, not like extend his arms but like hold his hands out like upwards but like outwards at the same time and like mm-hmm. kind of what he's basically going to start doing is he's going to start uh, doing an incantation uh, which I am going to read because I have an incantation generator that I use for RPGs Ooh, and- <laughs> yeah. Ooh very nice so uh Here's uh, just, I'm just going to do a little bit of it. Okay. Um, And then I'll roll. Tefe Korpa, Etsio Kubi Temero, Eles Falo, Futsiasas Ein Senyam, Set Kurma Skrodosia, Ariadjo Futiasa. And I will now roll to roll magic. So I think what I'll say here, this is somewhere in between. There's big magic, which I think honestly, Ashton, to me, Setting up the circle, getting some blood from Dane, that satisfies like a ritual and some rare ingredients. Yeah. I think it's a form of banish a spirit or curse. Mm-hmm. What what will happen is gonna hinge a lot on this effect, but for sure. Go ahead and roll me use magic. And you get an extra, in addition to plus weird, you're gonna get a plus one for acting on the information from your bad situation. I think this counts. Fail, 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 fail. 
No, I rolled a six, so I'm just going to spend a luck point and make it a 12. Okay. So after you say the words, what happens? So actually, as he's doing the incantation, uh, the like symbols start to like glow and kind of like burn themselves into the floor. It starts to get a bit brighter until the point where it's like there. It's like clearly like flames or like some sort of like combustion is happening on these. Yep. And okay. the like smoke around it is like kind of like forming, but it's not going like outwards or anything. It's mainly staying like in a perfect like dome kind of deal. Okay. And so it would probably obscure Tempest from view for a bit. Yes. Okay. Um, Tempest, smoke surrounds you for a little bit. And then you feel a presence inside of you. You hear it in your ears. The smoke is billowing and you hear not the smoke and not any of the sounds of your friends. You hear what sounds like waves crashing against the rock, except these waves, they don't sound calm. You almost get a sense that they should sound calm, which is a little, you don't know why you know that they should sound calmer, but but they don't. They sound like storm waves just slapping hard against the rocks. And then as the smoke billows up around you, you actually hear the waves calm down a little bit, like a storm clearing. And then the smoke, I assume drops eventually, Aston, right? Yeah, at the end of the spell. The smoke drops and y'all do see a regular old Tempest standing there. However, that noise um, of the ocean and your those calm waves, it does linger in your head. And you actually now, what I'll give you Tempest as a bit of a bonus so you don't just change back. You can feel this presence inside you that it, it sounds like, it's almost like there's now this always this background noise of light ocean waves where you could you would tune it out most of the time. But you feel like at another time or if you intentionally wanted to, you could whip them back up into a storm again. Which you take to mean maybe that means I could change back, although I don't know that you want to. But currently, regular old Tempest is standing in front of everyone. Oh, thank God. Oh. Mm. How did I do? That, you actually you did all right. I could kiss you right now. I won't, but I could. Am <laughs> probably looks mildly jealous at that. A little bit of a confused look from Tempest. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're going to start to propel this stuff towards uh, getting all to Atlantis because we've set up enough to do that. Mm-hmm. I did. Cassandra, was there something else you wanted to do with the idiot moth boy? Because you told me you weren't done. Yeah. So Cassandra goes in, pulls the idiot moth boy out of the bag. <laughs> just like sets him back down it's like look there's two things I've wanted to say right. I'm sorry for falling on top of you and yelling at you like I said it's been a really bad time shouldn't have directed that anger towards you uh, it's good to see I'm getting some appreciation finally <laughs> Jesus Christ. God, I love him so fucking much. Sandra makes a face. <laughs> okay, you know what? No, I know you said you had to. No, you had to, but Jimmy needs to say something, right? Jimmy so far has shown up multiple times, helped you out, and then, like, also 
Jimmy still has not been paid back for any of the favors that anybody owes him. Mr. Whatever there can't even pay me for the game board he bought. Everyone's mad at Jimmy, and Jimmy doesn't even know what Jimmy did. Jimmy. Other than be adorable. Jimmy. If you had what? shut your mouth for one moment. Why would I ever do that? I was going I to never do that. I was going to thank you for getting us out of these sticky situations with the items. But then you decide to act like this. Listen. Oh. My next stop is Atlantis. All right. Uh, does that mean you're going to take care of all the shit that all of y'all owe me? At least I'm going to take care of my end of the deal. Awesome. Let's go to Atlantis. Um, one of us is a fish. It's perfect timing. And he walks back in and he sees non-fish Tempest. Ah, darn, you're not a fish anymore. Sandra being like, That's oh, a benefit. <laughs> yeah, I, I fixed that problem. <sighs> ah, Bugman, I have a request of you. Oh, hey, you got your legs back. Mm, oh, yes. perfect. They are. You ready to kill some mermen? What? Uh, what? What? Yeah, some some other men are gonna kill me. Yeah, you're gonna help out with it. They're gonna, you're gonna kill them before they kill me. It's perfect. We're going to Atlantis. Wait, why, why, why? Well, have Hold I been on. to Atlantis before? I can't remember. How the he- Hold the fucking door! <laughs> Bugman. Wait, one, one at a time. I got a name. I mean, Bugman's actually pretty cool, though. I'll go with that. It sounds uh, suave and sophisticated. No, you don't deserve <laughs> Bugman now. You made it sound cool. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Big G, Garbanzo. Uh, oh, that actually sounds even cooler. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a hit and a miss here. Uh, Cassandra, <laughs> give me something that sounds like. Why would you shitty. call them call Big G? They are not that name. big. Just call him Jimmy. All right. Just, just call him Jimmy. Call him an annoying pest. Oh, yes. James. You know that's just going to bounce <laughs> off of him. Oh, wait, no, no. Did you say James? Yes. You said James. Yeah. <gasps> Jimmy, that is the one name. Jimmy seems to respond very poorly, like, but it's it's a weird. It's not that he's offended by it. It's like, no, no, don't, don't, don't call me that. That's that's that. that no, you can call me anything else. Just don't call me that. No. Okay. Your name smiles. is now Jam. I'll take it. All right, Jam. Dude, Dane shrugs. <laughs> What's I, re- I require clothes, Jam. Um. Okay. What kind of clothes? What kind of clothes do you need? Well, perhaps on the in the way to Atlantis, I will describe to you the clothes I desire. Okay. Well, so here's the thing: you already owe me a favor, so I can't make a deal with you until you pay. Like you pay that thing back. They said he gestures to Cassandra. They said that you would pay up with a favor. Apparently, looks at Cassandra. Looks at Jam. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Am I supposed to walk into Atlantis and gestures itself? There's. I don't know. I don't know. I was. Mm. Let's go back to right. Atlantis. Also, I I hope you're doing better. Oh, um, no, I still pretty much fucking hurts. Uh, I should, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm actually like, I was talking for a bit and I forgot. I need to go get some. They said painkillers, but that's probably a lousy solution. I'll be right back. And he hops into his bag. Hot salt right. water, apparently. Um. Okay. 
what's all this shit about Atlantis and why did you beat me to the punch? I had something really cool to tell all of you and then Wait. suddenly I'm usurped by all of you. Well, suddenly everyone knows about Atlantis. We all want to go to Atlantis. Oh. Were you going to take I us to Atlantis? <sighs> yeah, Tempest wouldn't know about Atlantis. Okay, yeah, oh. Tempest doesn't know about Atlantis, but the point is, but, I got a call this morning. Um, so... Um, to call him my agent is to be nice to him. Um, but that's basically what he is. And I am being called to Atlantis for a job. And just so happens, I suppose, that everyone else wants to go to Atlantis or needs to be in Atlantis or maybe smells Atlantis on the wins and decides to follow that scent but we don't need so, to get poetic about it atlantis is real while they're doing this tempest is going to find where andy packed the coffee machine because by god <laughs> they fucking need a cup of coffee right now so they are they you, are you sorting find it through the cabinets it. yeah you find it yes atlantis is real we'll explain on the way there anyone anyone for coffee yes, right. yes. actually yes do you just have creamer? There is creamer, yes. Are you going to drink it? Yes. Dean. Don't drink all of it. Dean. You can, you can pour yourself a glass like a fucking adult. Some of the rest of us are going to use it. Uh, Tempest, you do still feel a little hungrier than normal. It's nowhere near as bad as it was last night. Oh, but yeah. you do notice it there. They are going for the fridge. There's got to be right. something in there. No, do you require food? Atlantis. Who has been to Atlantis? Minus Tempest. You're exempt from this. It's a pretty obvious. You've never been there. I'll explain yeah. about it on the way. Exempest. I swear to God, Em. I just turned into that's, a fish, and that's, that's still the worst thing that's happened this morning. <laughs> she doesn't make eye contact, but she grins slightly. You got better. <laughs> I did get better. Thank she turned you. me into a fid. <laughs> You're also fid now. I think Tempest, like, on their way to get, like, coffee mugs will sling a arm around Ashton really quick in, like, a quick hug. Ah, oh, God, please don't touch me. Sorry. (laughs) It's all right. They can't sting anymore. (sighs) It'll be fine. All right. So. Not yet. Who here has been, who here has been to Atlantis? M would raise her hand. That. Briefly. Briefly. If I have, it has been in a time that I do not remember. But I do remember when we were talking about it many, 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 many years ago. Okay, so maybe we're still kind of... Probably. Well, check back with you later, Grandpa. All right. (laughs) <laughs> Dave looks around like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, me and Em, we know the most about this place. What do you mean, briefly? Right, so, you know when I poofed, I disappeared? Yeah, I uh, vaguely Long story that. short, I went into the void, we used the bag trick Jimmy uses, uh-huh. and ended up in Atlantis in another bag. 
Oh, I always Jimmy's. wonder what would happen if you did that. Jimmy's climbed out. He has what looks to be a Hello Kitty Band-Aid on his <laughs> finger. <laughs> oh. I hate using this, but it works. Whatever. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. We won't right. talk right. about it. Yeah. That reminds me. Did you? There's a third bag. I tried the bag ah. trick. Didn't ah. end up in your bag. Ended up in someone else's. I always wonder what would happen if you used that bag. I never tried it. Who owns the third bag? I don't know. <laughs> I just found the bags one time. They seem cool, so I kept the bags. I just I wanted this one. He gestures to the bag that he has, so, the blue one. So you stole them? They were just lying there. Like, I don't know. Whoever seemed to have them didn't seem to want them, so... So you stole them. Okay. Why are you? What's the whole deal with Merman after you? This sounds vaguely familiar to something I've been through. Oh. Um, I don't know what that is. It's probably unrelated. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Uh, Merman after me uh-huh. for a very complicated set of reasons that would take a very long time to graph out. And we don't Did you steal from them? That time. Isn't it law to kill Merman? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I don't Wait, know where you would get this idea like that. No. No, it's not a lot of kill. Don't do not do that if you try to get in. This feels very familiar. Know. I don't know. Cassandra's just like... <laughs> <laughs> like, just giving Jimmy a hard look. Okay, so yeah. No, it's a convoluted set of reasons that... Don't worry, my brain has it all mapped out. Wait a All minute. we gotta do is... I know your voice from somewhere. I feel it. I have no idea what you're referring to. No, no, no. I've I've talked to you before. Have you? I mean... I swear I have. I've did been. you not talk to them yesterday? Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, exactly. no. Thank That's you. True. Big guy. Thank you. <laughs> See, listen to this man. He is a man of intelligence. He knows what is going on. Me I would trust you, you bitch. You told me it was law to kill me. <laughs> I did not tell you it was law. I told you to tell them to tell them it was law. You? He runs over and starts strangling him. Dane is, I mean, is right there because Dane wanted to get clothes. Sees that Ashton is strangling uh, Jimmy and um, kind of will gently put a hand on Ashton's uh, forearms. Do not strangle the jam. I want to talk to him. Between guy, you were. Jimmy Jimmy looks much more terrified by him saying that than he did at Ashton charging at him. He did look pretty scared at Ashton charging at him. Oh. Is this Jimmy, public? 10 minutes. Oh. I trust that. All right. Yep. Your sentence. Ten minutes with them. I uh, know. I mean, you know, you want to strangle me? Strangle me is fine. No, you want no, to strangle no. Jimmy? Jimmy? I'll strangle likes. you. Whatever the hell you're into is not the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know. Sometimes people want to strangle Jimmy. That's part of the deal, Jimmy. You know, it's all. You know. I don't need go to know speak that. Speak with M. Go speak with M. I will find the celebratory donuts for Can Atlantis. Can you do it somewhere there isn't coffee, uh, though? Because I'm going to need this. 
And that pulls a Cassandra, grabs Jimmy by his collar and starts dragging him towards the house. Just looking for a private yeah. area to talk to him. In. While while they're leaving, Dane will go and like go into he'll have like a little cutout in the in the Winnebago and he'll like pull out like a small, like long tray of donuts. And then, <laughs> Wait, a secret compartment in my Winnebago. Yeah. <laughs> I keep these here. These are my special donuts. Oh, awesome. Ashton will walk up and just take one. Yes, you may have one. Oh, oh Dane's sharing. That's a big advancement for him. Sharing donuts. <laughs> These are Incredible. celebratory donuts. For the... Well. Yeah, after some time inside um, the two of them, I don't know if any of you... Tempest, normally this would be your position, but I think you're so overwhelmed you probably wouldn't be, although you can be if you want. Um, you would hear... We'll see. You would not hear Jimmy's... You might hear Jimmy's voice a little at first, and then you just hear Em's voice very raised to the point of yelling in a tone of anger you have not heard from them before. Oh, shit. Presumably aimed at Jimmy. Wait, what? Like, can we hear what they're can saying? Can we tell what she's saying? Yeah. Do you, are, are any of you trying to do that? <laughs> yes. Dana's too focused on donuts, so... Yeah. Absolutely. Tempest am. has their coffee and their donut, and they want to be distracted right now. <laughs> so you're trying to listen in, Tempest? Yes. Uh, okay, I think between you two, I guess how to handle this. Tempest is the smarter one, so it would be to your mechanical benefit to have Tempest roll. I could have both of you roll. Um, I think what what I'll do is I'll have Tempest I'll have Tempest roll and then mystery, and then yeah, and then Wait, if necessary, who did you who did you say was going? I'm gonna have Daisy roll, and if necessary, Ashton can help out. I, or Cassandra, are you trying to listen in too? Yeah, Cassandra's trying to listen in too. That's really, what I, that's what I said. Oh, I, yeah. I'm just surprised. This seems out of character for them. Oh, it's Jimmy. I think it's Jimmy. The Jimmy part. Yeah. So, wait, why is he being yelled at? <laughs> you know, it, it's okay. They, There's they've multiple been reasons. At, they've been hinted at. They've been hinted at. You know, like what happened between those two. So they're they're curious. Okay. Okay, that's fair. I just I that, myself that rolled a nine. So then, um, I know that everyone's helping out. I'm just trying to solve it mechanically. Monster of the week's a little bit tricky when it comes to multiple people trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Ashton. You could, um, let me put it to you this way. I think, Tempest, you're trying to pick out the words, but they're a little bit scattered, so you're not able to pick up a ton of detail. Ashton, it could just be as simple as you're trying to help out by also listening in to pick up, or maybe you hear words that you understand the context of better than Tempest does. All right, roll 2d6 then. Yeah, plus cool. Plus cool, out. hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a six. <laughs> Is it now? Yeah, that's three plus another three. <laughs> Okay, this is very intriguing. We don't normally do this. Cassandra, do you want to roll to help out the help out so that the help out is now a seven? <laughs> this is normally getting very, this is such a wonderfully convoluted thing to end on. This is fucking cartoonish and I love it. Um, yeah, sure. I think this is just the image of all three of you going out, like trying to like get near oh, the 100%. window. Oh, without... 100%. Tempest is not even hiding how nosy they're being. While they're all listening, Dane just kind of walks up with a donut and is like munching in their ears. Is like, what are we listening to? <laughs> seven so we'll resolve this in a so ultimately tempest you get to ask me two questions and the other since they're contributing can definitely inform this all right let's have a look see gang 
what what is being concealed here seems obvious. Yeah. How do we feel? No, yeah. I, I, I All right, we start absolutely. with that. Absolutely, yes. Okay, you're able to hear some muffled bits. And I think I think the first bit that you hear is I'm just going, how could you fucking be so stupid? How? You're like, this is not just about you anymore. Okay, you can't just keep doing this bullshit and then doing more bullshit to get yourself out of it. Like this is, what if he comes for your family? What are you gonna do if he comes for mom or ma or, 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 or the kids? Seriously, Jimmy, this is not funny anymore. Like, well, yeah, you, you, you didn't, you didn't fucking think is what you didn't do. Like, it was it's one thing when you messed with, like, you know, random criminals. This is Victor fucking Carlino. You don't just try to pull one over this dude. And now if, if he finds out, if it gets back from, from those mermen to him, it's, it's, it's not just about you. You're, you're, you'll fucking kill your entire family. He'll kill our family. Oh, so it's your family. That's why you never showed up since dad died, huh? <laughs> No, Jimmy, I do show up, okay? I just show up when you're not there. I didn't walk out of their lives. I walked out of yours, and I did that very fucking intentionally because of shit like this. And then Jimmy is silent. What's the second question you want to ask? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's fucking intense. Oh, my That's God. so even... much. Holy shit. We're Holy getting, we're getting Jimmy Beck's story. I don't even what? know what to ask. Jimmy and what do you think? You know, <laughs> I love it. All right, let me let me check mm. it out. There, what what was it going to do? Has potential. Kill Jimmy. It was going to kill Jimmy. Now it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might. Who knows? Y'all, y'all, y'all. Three of you, three of you chuckleheads decide and tell yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. What do you huh. think? I'm we could you back up again so I can hear. Danger sitting there munching. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I got to. I liked getting to yell there. That Damn, that's a nice spicy. <laughs> I like Everybody this donut. This like... donut Everybody... lets me feel all of the sensations I want. What happened here is a good one. Yeah. Figure what out what here? exactly. Yeah. Like it, to get it. more yeah. inference yeah. of the words that are being said. Exactly. What are you trying to? What is the what happened so that like, you're trying to figure? What is, is it, it about their relationship? If we can like about... piece together. What exactly their relationship was here, and also, and maybe what the hell did Jimmy just pull? I actually kind of want y'all to pick a lane on that one. You're gonna figure out one. What or the did other. Jimmy pull? That's what I want to know. That's. Chris. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. What did Jimmy pull? Uh, I want to mm. know what the fuck he did. I know what he yeah. did, to Ashton. I, I want to know what the fuck he did this time. <laughs> <laughs> the fish are coming out, boy. Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll actually Ashton will be helpful for this part because Emma's like, how how many how many crystals did you try to solve? Dad, just you know, a few dozen, hundred or so. And how many of them were defective? <laughs> Jimmy. I really needed effects. I didn't have the time. Jimmy. 
All of them, okay? All, all of them. Okay, so, so now you're going to throw the other two in there, apparently, or Dirk, Cassandra, or Dana, or whatever, and they're just, what, they're just going to kill them and the problem's going to go away? Huh? Is that the plan, Jimmy? Is that your big, grand fucking plan that only you can keep in that big, giant, thug brain of yours, Jimmy? You got a better fucking idea? The pause suggested him maybe doesn't completely. Okay, we're going to go to Atlantis, and be me and Cassandra, or whatever, I don't know, we're going to sort out this stupid problem with these mermen. And whatever that takes, like, I really mean, I really mean whatever. Like, I will, like, you, this is not going to fall back on them. It's not going to fall back on our family. No. no. One thing I'll give you, Ashton, um, you would know this contextually from having visited Atlantis. We talked about this in the world building, but since not everyone is a patron member, we'll mention this. Though they should Atlantis, be. I'm sorry. Yes, they should be. Um, <laughs> Atlantis <plug>. is... <laughs> kept up by a dome um and there are sections of it that are submerged where a lot of the aquatic creatures still live and one of the things that is often needed there is to um help oxygenate the water a little bit better and they use these magic crystals to do that so jimmy must have tried to sell them to this group of mermen a gang potentially you know there are gangs of mermen that um there's there's a lot of different gangs in atlantis and he basically sold them defective water oxygenators, which are pretty valuable. And the fact that Jimmy tried to sell them a hundred of these things means he probably got a good payout. And eventually these guys must've figured out that they were broken, which actually I'll give you even some more Ashton. This puts together a lot for you because when you were working for Victor Carlino, once you wanted Victor Carlino, had you do a job that you didn't want to do, which we'll circle back to. That's a whole other story. And then Victor Carlino, when you didn't want to do that job was going to call in some like surface people to come do it. And someone who you now suspect to be Jimmy, basically, um, you wanted to prevent this job from happening. J Jimmy apparently had his own motives of who knows what. And Jimmy told you, oh, you should tell them that it's the law in Atlantis to kill a merman. And that's what you, you told them, these guys, and they attempted to do this. And apparently Jimmy was trying to get them to target the mermen who were after him. <laughs> trying to kill two birds with one stone, Coen Brothers movie style. And, um, didn't quite work out. <laughs> didn't quite work out. So no. that's what you get. And then this is the thing I'll resolve from this though. Tempest, you're kind of being stealthy and kind of hiding behind the window because the result of a help out move that's a mixed success is that you expose yourself to danger. I think you're, Tempest, you're out of the way because you technically didn't expose yourself to danger in any of this. However, M turns and just sees sees Ashton and Cassandra outside and just glares at you all. And then she just walks up to the front door and opens it. I asked for privacy. I dropped my glasses. And then he walks back. <laughs> yeah, after you've just seen him do this to Jimmy, I don't think you want that energy directed at you. I think she looks more mostly annoyed at Ashton. Like this is the behavior she expected. She does look a little offended and slightly betrayed at you, Cassandra, because I think she mildly expected better. <laughs> she shouldn't have. But. Shouldn't have. <laughs> Jimmy looks relieved, like he's been bailed out. All right, great. Now that me and uh, now that me and uh, you know the the misses have had. He gets a like a flick hard to the head, or like a glare, probably. Yeah. Uh, now that me and them have had the conversation, we can go to Atlantis. Big fun happy times. Oh, yeah. Oh, which way are you? Well, I guess we gotta all decide on one single way to go. 
are we taking one of the main junctures or are we taking uh we want to open a personal if if tempest does have the opportunity before anything happens there's good like sort of walk up by him you okay you all right just to check on her not particularly well it's we're gonna fix things it's going around and i think they also get an awkward one-arm side hug probably blushes a little bit actually at that oh, the more i think, I think tempest would notice and I sort of raise an eyebrow i almost want to ruin that moment let them have a moment dane, what do you want to do dane walks up and offers the box of donuts to m donut <laughs> actually i think that's gonna be the cliff that's, that's, that's <laughs> Thank you. God. Tempest, don't you know that time is a void? God. <laughs> wait, what the? Wait, what the fuck did they say? Time is a void. Time is a void. 